welcome back <laughs> we're back welcome back to evil thespian i am here today on this lovely saturday morning um with multidisciplinary artist grace salee right per I yeah it. Okay. you got it perfect, perfect. Grace everybody's right it's not a big deal <laughs> um, welcome to the show thanks for having me i'm excited i'm so excited about this how is your um how's your what a week it's been how is your week going what a week it's been there's no planets in retrograde but i feel like i'm like like oh my god yeah it's i don't know it's winter spring sort of i don't know who the knows groundhog didn't see his shadow okay that's what i thought i saw that in passing and i was like is it true <laughs> I know, I know. I did a whole deep dive on it yesterday because mm -hmm. I was really excited because I'm from the West Coast, so I don't fare well with, with winter. I'm okay. struggling out here. Oh my god! I so I, I'm just like I went to the West Coast for the first time in my life um, last year, and man, it's just like a completely whole different world. Like I love it out there so much. It is. Um, like definitely, I. I don't know if I would move there. Man, no, I would live there. Sometimes I watch those reality shows and I'm just like, I see the appeal. And um, uh, man, I just loved it so much. It's times like these when it's extremely cold outside that I like to, I like to go back there. <laughs> God, I know. Like it's, look, I do, I love New York, I would yes. say. But mm -hmm. oh my God, it's, mm -hmm. when the, it's so cold. Yeah. We had a, we had a tame winter is what I was told. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, right. So, I see it. So you originally went to USC, mm -hmm. if I'm correct. You graduated in 2020? Yes, in the COVID year, in, wow. the, in the pandemic year, which was and really crazy. Yeah. Oh, Strange. God. I, it's so funny. Like a Everyone war has flashback. a different story. Yeah, everyone has a different story. Like, I hear people, the common consensus is that it was just really awkward. <laughs> It was really like you sit on Zoom with, and don't get me wrong, I do love Zoom. I appreciate it. We're Zoom love right Zoom. now. Like I, Shout out. I'm a fan of their work. But also it was like, we sat on Zoom and I was in, I I was in the School of Dramatic Arts is where I graduated like out of. Yeah. And so I had my like art classes on Zoom and we were in the middle of a show. And I remember we had to like do the reading on Zoom because it was technically like yeah. a class like when you're in the main stage things and like graduation was on Zoom and all oh. of the like ceremonial things. And I was like, God, I feel like a clown, like yeah. more clown than I felt in class. Like I yes. feel like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't imagine because it's just, yeah, it's mostly like extremely awkward. The worst thing, I don't really have this problem on my show too much, but there are those days where um the wi-fi is not working as good as it should be oh my god and yeah. i can't imagine being like trying to do a table read over zoom and there's a lag like oof. <laughs> it was it was and like the bandwidth like you're fighting in the house with the bandwidth i remember we were doing i think we were doing like a recorded mm -hmm. table read and my mom was like you can hear that like vacuuming yes. in the background like at home oh my god like Wait, that totally i never thought of that before like fighting over the bandwidth because that happens in my house too yeah yeah it's it's a thing that i had never really struggled with before like yeah that was that was the first that. time i know yeah. 
I mean, there's sometimes like my husband will like get on um, a work meeting and he'll be like, hey, can you just like stop watching a YouTube video right now? Because we got limited. OK, we got that yes. uh, discounted Wi-Fi plan. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Come on, Spectrum. Like, yes. Uh, I, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, put the neural link in or something. Yes, know? I. That's crazy. Completely. Yes. Yeah. Well, so when did you move to New York? I moved to New York for grad school actually in 2022. Whoa, that oh. feels really weird. Yeah. Um, it was uh, early August of 2022, late July wow. uh, when I moved out here. And that was a big like hiccup my life. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, I was really nervous, but really? I really was because of like the pandemic. I You have so much time to yeah. just sit around and like and think, think about what, what am I doing with my life? Like, where am I yeah. going? Where am I headed? Um, and I had made the decision originally, um, I was going to go in for playwriting. Um, and then I ended up at the actor's studio, um, in their acting program. And so that was, a it, it was a bunch of surprises. I had a lot yeah. of surprises in, in 2021 going into 2022. Um, that kind of led me to New York. Wow. What about acting specifically made you do that heel turn a, a little bit more away from playwriting? Yeah, I had, I was really just casting a really wide net and I yeah. was like, let's just like see what happens next. And I'm, I'm really fortunate and really grateful that I, um, I think I had a, the balls enough to uh, continue on artistically, um, post my undergraduate career. Yeah. Um, like to just pick up and go and pick up and move and, and, um, to make that like pivot into, mm -hmm. and, and just experiment, yeah. um, with what I wanted to do. And it really was, it, it was just like casting this white. I was like, I love yeah. everything. I think artistically, I mean, mm -hmm. as I had, had said before, like you just, you gotta be able to have a lot of like hands in different pots yes and it's a lot like, of my hands at the pots. core of it it's about like keep going keep making things and um yeah no fear about what something looks like no fear I, anything like perfect or yeah what is the saying it's like um something good is not the enemy of perfection something like that oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yes. you know because it, it is like that is nerve-wracking to like pick up and move and were you did you know anybody in New York before you moved I had three friends in New York three that's friends a, that's a one lot. yeah so that's that's, <laughs> that's kind of a, that's kind of a big deal when you're in your mid-20s like yeah. three is kind of a lot yeah <laughs> who aren't your co-workers yes um, yes from my undergrad um and then I had I had two who were working in theater and then one who uh was just running events uh, mm -hmm. downtown. And so they were like, come visit and like, yeah. see. And, um, I fell in love with it on my, it was my second trip. Then I was like, okay, I could really, really, really see myself yeah. like making the pivot. And I like the artistic community. Mm -hmm. Um, I had worked in film when I was mm -hmm. in my undergrad a lot, just because I was in LA. So yeah. that's the, that's the backyard. Yes. Um, but I was like, you know what? I, I miss theater. I yeah. miss like being in that kind of community space. It's very, very different from, yeah. um, 
but yeah, so that was, ugh. And oh, would you God, say like, <laughs> are you still in under, are you still in uh, grad school right now? Or... Yeah, I have a year and a half left. It is like running the New York City Marathon, in my opinion. Wow. Uh, grad is it a lot of reading? You know what? I would have thought that it's it's not, which I'm glad that it's not. Yeah. Um, and I I love to read. I do love academics, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's it's a lot of like physical and emotional and like check in with yourself on like on your feet, time. on your yeah. feet work, mm -hmm. like going. And it is it's a it's a game of endurance. Mm -hmm. I think just because of that, but with the method that they teach with the actor studio drama school they are very like bringing you like where in your body does this story live mm -hmm. like how do you bring yourself to it relaxing mm -hmm. into it so i feel like some days my emotions are like up and down all day long depending on what we're doing and it, it can be a little uh emotionally exhausting at times really rewarding yes yeah and it's... i love it i love it i'm very very lucky yeah. um but yeah there's some days where you're Oh, you're crawling back home. I didn't know what exhaustion was until I had a three-hour voice and speech class twice a week for yeah. a whole, basically, semester straight. Mm -hmm. And, man, th those were times where it's a mental game. It makes you very mentally resilient. You know? Yeah, it does. I, I appreciate that. And I've become... Since I had started in this more like, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's like rigid is the right word, but this like very like constructed, like structure that mm -hmm. we have, um, from like undergrad to grad, like I have noticed, like I'm a lot more sensitive mm -hmm. to like the people around me and to like the world around me, um, and to myself, I feel like I, I know myself mm -hmm. very well because of it. And I'm sure that that also comes with like age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get older and you you know a little bit more about yourself. That frontal yeah, lobe. Sometimes, sometimes I don't, I'm like I know too. I'm like no no no, put it back. <laughs> God, I know, I know. I'm like oh please. Oh, I wish yeah. I was stupid. I'd be so happy. <laughs> um, yeah. What would you say like the method that they use? Is it one specific um, like school of thought? Because I mean, for my undergrad program, it was sort of just like a mixture of. Of course, Stanislavski, but then it was very also rooted in like Lysak and Linklater, and that was kind of like the anchor that held down our training. Um, we love Linklater. We love Linklater. Oh, so so. Love Linklater. Oh man. Um, so would you say it's like kind of similar? Um, in a way. So that's what that was my undergrad. As we yeah. we kind of mm -hmm. had this like, here's what one do you like? Yes. Like, which is your favorite? Um, and here it is really grounded in uh, like Strasbourg had the studio mm -hmm. um and so that was like his thing of sensory and relaxing mm -hmm. into things um and a lot of uh, where are you connected to your body mm -hmm. and bringing yourself to it um which is different than other methods that I had learned I actually had never learned like this one where it's like you relax into everything mm -hmm. you are aware of like 
where you are in the room, where you are in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I feel like I'm butchering it. They're going to see this and they're going to go, no, oh my God. No, no, that totally resonates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't, uh, my undergrad, it was, we didn't do a lot of Strasbourg. It was more of like, um, well, I don't know. I feel like their um, method of teaching was like sort of, uh, diet Strasberg because it was a mixture of very practical elements of Stanislavski and then all of like the sensory elements that are just like strictly reserved for like yeah. voice and speech classes um, but what I like about Strasberg is that it sort of like brings that like intensity of all of those things together um, and like packages them for you like really really like solid yeah, I I agree. Yeah. I think he does. He's he's a cinched guy. I yeah. do definitely. I was I was a skeptic. Yeah. At first, mm-hmm. when we had first started, I was like, oh my god, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> and um, going into it, it it's helped a lot. I mean, yeah. it's it's helped with my work outside of the program, my work in the program. Like once it hits, once it clicks, like with whatever it is, like oh my god, then it, then it really clicks. What was like an exercise that you did when you like you start? Because there's always those little exercises that always you fun. learn, and then you're like, "What the hell am I doing? This doesn't feel right." Like we, I don't know. We, my program, we did so many like weird things, and I found myself thinking, "Why did I pay all this money to roll around on the floor?" But then you look back, you're like, "That's why. That's why." Yeah, that's ever, that's like, the thing that. <laughs> yeah um I agree completely <laughs> yeah. oh my god uh we started out with uh you have a coffee cup mm-hmm. and it's it's here and your everyone's eyes are closed mm-hmm. sitting in a chair and you're just holding the cup and feel the cup but you're not you're not pantomiming the cup like you really mm-hmm. like this is a cup that you know very well and we did that for I don't know like two or three weeks mm-hmm it felt like, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm not getting it. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I, I have the cup in my hand, please. Yeah. I have to be doing it. Um, I and promise then, yeah. it's there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, we just had a whole conversation about this, like mm-hmm. with this last week too, with the, with the cup and when it works. But that, that was the, the first thing that we started to do mm-hmm. during that like syllabus week. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, we're doing this for three hours, aren't we? Yep. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Well, yep. it's funny, those experiences, now I'm like such a stickler for object work. Whenever I see somebody like pick up something and there's like no weights and mm-hmm. like where are the physics in the scene? You I see mean, it now once you're like your body and your mind is like yeah. trained to go, oh my God. Like if, if there's like a scene where somebody's picking something up or maybe it's even a prop that like doesn't have like any like weight it's not weighted um I'm like thinking I'm like are we in space like yeah yeah, <laughs> tap yeah. In, everybody I'm, especially like on tv like you can see it in like sitcoms like I know I know they're working fast but like yeah. doesn't matter yeah. like put some People water do in that it. on um there's so many uh shows out there where you will see and this happens a lot I see it mostly on daytime television you'll see an actor oh. um have like a coffee cup it's so like it's such a like um stereotypical thing to see on like those daytime like crime shows where you'll see like a couple of like police officer characters and they'll just be swinging those coffee cups 
Yeah. There's like nobody's there. business. They're drink they're drinking something. There's nothing. God, else. yeah, there's there's something going on there, but yeah. I don't know what they <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I um I similarly I think we did something when we my lesson class, it was very much of like we similarly had like a ball and you would just like hold the ball and feel the weight of the ball and do that for about um, three hours. And it's funny because I think a lot of it really tests like everybody's threshold for how patient they could be. Oh my god! Um, yeah. Or how not necessarily uh, patient, but like focus because it's all about focus. Yeah. Um, have you ever ha- seen someone fall asleep in class before? Yes. And I, it's funny because like our cohort is so small. This happened recently in a movement class. Um, and we were going through like a, a little meditation and, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell even when you're, I can't nap. I'm not a napper. I can't nap. No, and, me neither. Yeah. No. God, once I'm up, I'm up. I'm um, awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> um, and so I, I can tell whose snores are who though in the mm-hmm. room we'll go to sleep and I don't even have to open my eyes. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah. The time. I had a classmate that was a huge snore, like really, really loud. So if they snored, like everybody knew it. Um, everybody knew who it was. Yes. Those are my favorite moments where somebody makes a sound at a time where not really supposed to. I've done that many times, not falling asleep. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. All but the time. I mean, at least like you're fo- then you're focused. You're like, I'm ready to go. It's like it's coming out of me. I know. I we're freeing the natural I voice. Know. Exactly. Oh my um, god! I did that at a. Everybody brings it up. Dougie, the director on the the show that I'm working on right now, he brings it up a lot. Of we do these festival pieces to just show what like our work in progress of what we've been doing in class like for the semester, um, at the end of every semester, and there was one our first year that I like sat in and I didn't even know that I was making a noise and I was like oh like in the middle of it in like a silent silent spot. But I, and everybody talks about it all the time. And I always think about that. And I try to shut up in class now because of it. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to, I can't, I can't be that person. That's so beautiful though, because I think it's called something like the aspirated ka or somebody's. Oh, there's like a word for it. There's There's something I, yeah, because we did a lot of ha's (laughs) in my voice in speech (laughs) class. We would do that for three hours. Um, and there's a point where I'm like, am I hawing wrong? And it truly does take, sometimes it does take people a long time to really understand what muscle they have to tap into in their like <laughs> chest and throat. In and all everything. of these areas. Yeah. God. I always feel like those exercises when you're like singing, that that always like connects everything because I can always tell I'm like oh this is where the breath is starting and ending you know mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I get it D- did your have your professors made you like look at those little diagrams of like the larynx and like the bell yes. oh my god um more recently uh this year and then in my undergrad like I had a a voice professor who was like Mm -hmm. really big on it and we had to do like the we had well I'm grateful for it now but I remember I was 
piss off when oh, I had no. I, when you're <laughs> undergrad like oh my god you're you're 19 and you're like yeah um we had to I'm, do like, I'm like is this biology anatomy. class <laughs> yeah 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 we had to fill in like mm -hmm. every part of it and so mm -hmm. I think I I memorized it for that one thing and then I totally yeah we had to watch a video like a medical video of like somebody's like putting a camera down someone's throat and like watching all yes i remember that, and you see the vocal flaps mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of the same sensation of like being in like a uh, family study or sex ed and then watching a someone giving birth it's like wow yes. I, I didn't i don't know i didn't really need to see that but i'm glad i did no, i don't even know what's i don't even know what's happening i didn't yeah. even see it yeah that's none of my business what's going on yeah. in here i do not see it but i do feel it <laughs> yeah i feel it and that's all that matters mm -hmm. like yeah um well so this is interesting because i talk to a lot of people who go are like doing their training but then they're also um doing work outside of their school life which i've never done before yeah but i can imagine it's a lot it's a bit <laughs> it's it's a bit mm -hmm. um i well, i have to keep myself in check a lot with mm -hmm. uh within the last like year yeah um when mm -hmm. i i get frustrated uh because i i don't want to complain that i'm hungry when i have a full plate yeah i deal. totally get that and yeah. i think about it and i'm like oh but i remember uh the times when i was like hungry and uninspired and mm -hmm. I didn't have anything and I really do go back to the time when the pandemic mm -hmm. had first started and and I mm -hmm. I look at that and I'm like oh my god like I I didn't know how to feel so why am I complaining about now yeah so, but I I don't want that to take away from the fact that yes I it is it's a busy it's a busy point um yeah, I, definitely. it's completely I work, okay yeah. to complain because I feel like that's what gets you through um yeah. or like propels you through it Venting. you know yeah because i always think yeah. like uh, like there's so many times when cause there's a lot of people that depending on who you surround yourself with there's a lot of people who like really browbeat you into be like no you have to crawl on your hands and knees right. and like pound the pavement and i'm like for sure i understand but something that's already baked into that is that it is painful so i will be talking about that right. and um that's the great uniter <laughs> yeah you know? no it, it definitely is and yeah. one thing about me i i love to complain um it's the best, I, it's the best. God, and I'm, that's what makes you no matter how long you've been in new york that's what makes you new yorker oh a new yorker <laughs> is that is that complaining yes yeah, um yeah. i i'm just i'm an earth sign at heart like yes. um you're speaking truth to power yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and <laughs> I've practiced, I've had to practice being more gentle with myself. I've gotten really good with boundaries this yeah. last time. Oh, see, that is, that's one that I just recently uh, learned about. It's hard. You know, it is hard, but every time, like, I actually do place a strict boundary and, like, really activate it, I'm like, Oh my God, I have no regrets. I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I did that. I, I'm glad that I did that thing. I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad mm -hmm. that I said no. There are some things when I've been like, oh God, I wish I would have, I wish I would have done that. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm here. So I wish mm -hmm. I would have said yes to everything, but I, 
I know myself mm -hmm. uh, a little too well to uh, bite off more than I can chew. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I found a good balance. You, you, you find it. Yeah. And I think sometimes it takes those moments when um, you bite off more than you, you sometimes you don't know until you know. You don't know and until you know. It that's, really is just like totally a nice. retrospective thing where you're like, okay, um, like I ate, but I should have stopped eating. Yeah, I should have stopped a long time ago. <laughs> yes. I, oh, yeah. I think that there's something also like artistically, and I th I think that this is this is totally a knock on on any art school. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that many many schools do create boundaryless artists mm -hmm, sure. I think that that's fantastic when you're yeah. experimenting and you should mm -hmm. not put boundaries on yourself like creatively mm -hmm, but I right. think yeah I I think that a lot of times um it, maybe it's an industry thing I think things might be changing a little bit yeah. when a new generation and community comes in mm -hmm. but um I think that there is a sense of like you put your wellness on the back burner and you yeah. totally can't if you want to be like an effective mm -hmm artist and effective mm -hmm. creative and effective person in general like mm -hmm. putting um I have a professor who he always tells me uh like put relationship before the task mm -hmm. um and I've had to start thinking about that more recently especially like going mm -hmm. into grad school when like you're you're digging out all of your guts mm -hmm. and then you have to quickly put them back in mm -hmm. and sew them up as fast as you can so you can get to the next phase yes. so that's it's been it's, it's a balancing act yeah um, it definitely is in my undergrad I feel like there was a couple classes we took where we just had to have the talk about like drugs and drinking um because people get like mixed up sometimes about like what boundaryless and limitless I'm invincible right. you know yeah um, sky's the limit and um there were a couple of days and it wasn't my voice and speech class because we learned about all those little things you forget about when you put things in your body and we had like a whole thing about and it was good because it felt like oh somebody my senior is like telling me like yeah guys I've been through it and I can just tell you this is these are something things that affected my voice and my instruments and um you know we went through the whole like pamphlets about like this is what smoking does to you oh my this god what, yeah this is what drinking comes it does to you and don't you know if you're hungover at rehearsal everyone can tell that <laughs> everybody knows yeah Every, everybody, everybody knows. knows yeah everybody i can only knows. be such a good actress yeah you know? <laughs> when you hit that no no <laughs> that's like so so painful i mean it's never really happened to me in like a really painful way but I had a couple classmates in undergrad where it's like you could tell I was like oh no 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 especially um, undergrad I mean USC was a party school so you knew oh, when people were like coming in like glasses on bundled oh, yeah up. we and I went to a school just like kind of in the Appalachian era like middle of nowhere um kind of in the middle of Virginia and it was an amazing program but um, I don't know if USC is like this, but it was one of those uh, college towns where there was like one bar, one shop, one liquor store, and there was yeah. truly nothing else to do but like work hard and play harder. Play hard, yeah. And it was a great time because when you're that age, I think 
you kind of are a little invincible on some level. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah. I feel you totally feel 100% invincible. I, USC is a really weird mm-hmm. school, freak school in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. Like you pass mm-hmm. on the 10 um, mm-hmm. when you're like driving. Um, so we we had a lot of stuff around, but at the same time, like it did feel really mm-hmm small being like the only especially when you're like in an arts program it's already so very like insular oh yeah already so yeah um what so let's talk about flight risk how did this how did this happen oh my god it felt like an accident um (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking Um, about that the other day i was like there are a lot of puns being ready to (laughs) to be (laughs) Yes, and we've tried to exhaust every single one of them, and mm-hmm. we won't stop until it's over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, last summer we were in uh, the Gene Frankel uh, 15 Minutes of Frame Festival mm-hmm. uh, that Dakota was like, here's this, here's this piece. Um, and he was like, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I'll be back in uh, New York in a couple weeks. I'm taking a long trip uh send it over and i'll read it and then yeah let's why not yeah sure let's have fun (laughs) um and then we ended up winning um and this is a crazy crazy whirlwind that this has turned into um but a very fun one yeah and it's all the original um of us like between uh connor and myself and then dougie and dakota Mm -hmm. of course um and then we added uh, Eric recently. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. So it, you've already sort of digested like the first part of like workshopping this play. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of grown. Is Has it like changed at all significantly since oh, its first yeah. like iteration? I, I guess I can only, maybe I'm really selfish and I'm only thinking about myself and like the collaborative process of like the changing. I can say like, it's certainly taking a, this was just like a 15 minute blurb yeah. that uh, Dakota had to, he workshopped it in class originally. It was like an assignment that we all yeah. had to do for like a, uh, we did these things on Fridays. There were these three hour workshops. They'd bring in a guest lecture. Uh, and we had a playwright come in and he was like, yeah, can you guys write a 10 minute scene or whatever yeah. with three people? Like, that's your thing. And so Dakota brought this in and I read it in class as Cooper, the pilot, um, originally, because uh, he just needed an extra hand. And yeah. um, then it, uh, it grew into, I mean, it's come into its own, um, but doing a standalone, like 10, 15 minute little piece and making that an entire play I mean I'm you know this I'm sure like that first scene is really foundational and how that like turns into a whole thing like it it informs the show it informs the characters so I can say from last summer from where I was playing Andy my character um to now it's very much it's very not different as in like it's a way out of left field but like it's it's different in the way that like it's it's more informed it's more grounded in something like yeah. it it's starting to really come together and yeah. it's, it's breathing New things life. are like reveal like, being revealed yeah um, as it like i mean you learn the new things about the characters almost every time you run through it um, yeah 
what can you just like give a brief um because i i already um had uh eric and connor, and connor like, say it in their own words but i guess in your own words what is white risk about i can give you the the reader's digest yeah. uh synopsis, and i'll give you my own answer um yes. so it is a midwife and a hunter are uh caught in a storm the plane goes down mm -hmm. um and uh the pilot is injured the hunter is injured the midwife is the only one uh who can kind of grapple with the situation and they got to see if they'll be able to survive in the alaskan bush and in the wilderness which grace could not as an fyi <laughs> this is like my nightmare scenario that i'm acting out <laughs> oh no i um I, it's probably one of my uh, many nightmare scenarios as well because um, there are because this is actually very uh, real this because there have been there's been like a, a people do survive uh, insane yes. accidents like that and um, it's sort of one of those things where it's like you can't from an audience perspective you can't not be interested in it because you're like, oh my God, you survived. You I made it out alive. Out what was like, it like? How are you getting out? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, it, it is like um, at the core of it. I mean, it's about like, wh where's the gray area in yeah. morals and morality? And yeah. Um, how do we grapple with like karmic debt? Mm -hmm. I think essentially. Um, Ugh, that makes it sound so serious because it's so fun. Uh, I know. <laughs> God. It's, to me, um, as far as I understand, it's kind of like, at what point do I just say, I look back and I just say like, YOLO, like, what a, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry, you know? Yeah, like, oh, God. Yeah, that's why, like, that is kind of, like the core of like where the tension is coming from in the play because it's like I guess everybody can only really decide for themselves um what's how how one can be right or wrong and what that means right mm -hmm. yeah and that and and that's between like the characters that's mm -hmm. that's in Andy and herself too mm -hmm. is what she has to uh like how do you survive but also like where are your morals at like with that mm -hmm. like how how do you live with yourself after if you live how do you live with yourself with certain yeah. actions and steps that you take well you know? now I'm thinking it's kind of poetic that she is a midwife because yeah. I met somebody who was a midwife and I just had no idea it's this whole separate world you know, you're not necessarily a doula. You're mm -hmm. not necessarily a nurse or an OB. It's right. sort of this. Um, it's like one of the oldest vocations in history. You it know, it is, and it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've learned a lot from it. Like, God, I knew about oh, maybe this is morbid. I don't know, death doulas, like people who like help. Oh, yeah, like, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. And I don't know if I have like a weird fascination with that. I actually learned it from like the death museum in LA. I went to the museum. Cool. <laughs> and that's when I first, I was like, oh my God, what a yeah. weird career, but so helpful and so cool. And so that's how I kind of had to look at Andy's vocation. Uh, but very different as you're, you're helping someone yeah. uh, come into new life and, yeah. and have that. And 
be their support through I've never given birth before so I can only imagine like how yeah how insane that experience is but I've seen it yeah and I know people who have had kids and I I know my mother's story about mm -hmm. myself um so she never lets me forget it yeah. um, so <laughs> but yeah no it is it, it's crazy and you know it's funny a, a lot of the characters in in the play they do say like oh like you're an angel or like you mm -hmm. must be some sort of saint for doing this thing mm -hmm. and you have to think of it like uh like I think of like doctors or mm -hmm. like fire department for example like they're just they just show up and they yeah, do they're just the doing, their job. doing yeah. their job yeah you know um and so that's and been a fun thing to play with and like it is it's really like it's very meaty of like a prompt because when it comes to and also um like when you're the only woman character female character in the play yeah. that also has an impact on the story and like the p power and like tensions uh between all the characters as well um, it does yeah i remember i played not a midwife but i was preg i played a pregnant person in a play once and it's interesting how we always had those conversations of like, okay, we're going to talk about the pregnant person in this play because there's so much there. There's mm -hmm. so much there to talk about yeah. um, because it was just, there's so, so much that that is emulating and especially like a midwife um, like bears so much responsibility. Like you said, like a doctor and everything. Um, but they're also, you know, just doing their job and, job, yeah. um, it's like, yeah, you gotta do your job. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to oh do? Not do your job? <laughs> right. And also yeah. I think like the, um, I'm not knocking doctors, but like, maybe I kind of am of like mm -hmm. doctors do the very like clinical, like do, 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 mm -hmm. do, like type of thing, like very straightforward, black and white to the point. And I think that's where like nurses, for example, or like mm -hmm. midwives in this scenario, like they're doing the emotional labor too. Oh, like yeah. they come mm -hmm. in to like do the emotional labor, um, which I also think is interesting, like in the context of this piece mm -hmm. of, I mean, Andy's is, is midwife mind on is his personal mind on like this, there's someone who she knows, mm -hmm. like here and someone who she doesn't really know and mm -hmm. and how does that change the dynamic nursing someone you know like yeah yeah and it's it sounds like something a lot of women can connect to because sometimes you're in situations where you feel like i want to do my job but it's also not my job to babysit everybody <laughs> you know? right oh my god and yes i'm just like for the love of God, um, sometimes you're in a situation where you're like, you're the only woman in the room and you're like, why do I have to bear this responsibility? You know? Yeah. It's, it's the sensitive, like it's the gentle responsibility yeah. and like, the, Oh, Oh God. You know, yeah. I will say there haven't been too many times where I've been like personally, the only woman in the room. I think I've been very grateful to work and in wonderful environments and including yeah. environments in the industry too, which I think are like surprising, like in film, when I was working in film, yeah. um, I worked with a lot of like women 
That's and awesome. yeah, it's, it's been awesome in any workplace and the workspace that I work in now is like mostly women, but coming into my program my grad program, this was the first time when I've seen a lot of dudes in, uh, the, the room, yeah, uh, that happens school. sometimes. Even my undergrad yeah. was very male. They were mostly, um, male dominated and there wasn't anything wrong with that. It was just like a vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's certainly like changed the dynamic. I'm like, whoa, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've left, I feel like I've left like the, a world like kind of run by women. And I'm like, yeah. okay, how, how does this smell? I, I will always, I will say I'm, I'm very, very grateful that I work with very like understanding and like collaborative, like people like who, yeah. who are sensitive to that too. And who see like, okay, okay. Am I writing this right? Like, yes. am I doing this right? <laughs> Am I, uh, how is this, is, is this, yes? And I'm yes. like, yeah, yeah, like yes. check-ins are yes. awesome. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds, well, when I talked to um, Eric and Connor, it was interesting because they, from what I understand, they were talking about sort of um, the internal struggle their characters have mm -hmm. um, with being like very closed off and like manipulating themselves. Um, and it sounds like, Andy your character Andy is in this place where she's sort of like trying to manage what what to focus on what job she should do a little it's it, it really is it's like where do you and I think that maybe this is something that lots of of uh, those who identify as women like mm -hmm. struggle with like on a daily basis yeah. of like, mm -hmm. okay, if I'm in a workspace, like if I'm supposed to like grind, like mm -hmm. where is this? Oh my God, am I like too harsh? Am I too cold? Mm -hmm. Like, am I like, oh God, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Where's the middle ground? Um, yeah. What I love, yeah, what I love about Andy though is that she's very, very, very unapologetic about like coming in and taking up space. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Which is yeah. awesome because that's something that I've had to learn a lot, especially when yes. I started working professionally. Like that's something I had to learn very, very quickly. Yeah, it's like a muscle you have to like build up over time. And yeah, sometimes like take really going the extra mile to like take up space. Mm -hmm. um, it still is like quite a task, but it gets a little easier totally. and easier every time. Yeah, yeah. it does. And like the minute you see like somebody else do it, uh, whether in a play or in the field, um, it is like very uh, invigorating because it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing, and yeah, I'm trying. That's I how I'm trying to be. <laughs> like I, I can steal that, and yeah. I, I keep a very large bag with me to steal those, those things and and oh, traits yeah. from people all the time, yeah. all the time. Um, so are you having those conversations in rehearsal about these kind of common themes that come up in the play? Um, yeah, we've had a ton of conversation about, um, and occasionally what I appreciate about like Dougie is he never, uh, forces my hand to answer questions in mm -hmm. a room. He like mm -hmm. gives me time to develop them. And sometimes they're rhetorical because I'll be honest, sometimes in my, in my own practice, like working on a project, sometimes like I want to keep some character things to myself. Oh, that's everybody, so important. Yeah, everybody lies. Everybody has secrets. I, I like to keep them you too. You gotta have a secret. Yeah, you gotta have a secret. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I do, 
appreciate that in conversation, but definitely a lot of talk about um, like where do morals lie? Like Andy is a woman in a male dominated world mm -hmm. in a, uh, uh, she's a blue collar worker mm -hmm. essentially in the Alaskan bush. So like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what does it mean? Like you're around a lot of people who might be isolated from yes. like society in some way, like because they choose to be. And mm -hmm. so are there consequences to their action? What has she seen? She's probably yeah. seen a lot of scary stuff if she's flying all over the place. And like, mm -hmm. how do you compartmentalize that? Um, how does that weigh on your conscience? Mm -hmm. um, I am so happy that I just do art and I have the arts and crafts job and I'm not doing like open heart surgery. Like yeah. I don't have other people's, like it's never that serious. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cause I can't imagine like with her of, of really doing that like day in and day out like there is a sense of like urgency in this could be a life or death scenario birth mm -hmm. is scary i don't yeah. know if you've seen those uh like rates of uh love life expectancy oh, or whatever yeah. in birth like that's crazy insane. i mean before modern medicine yeah your likelihood of dying and childbirth was just like you basically had to be prepared to essentially pass away so someone god. else can come and take your place <laughs> oh my god yes oh my god the female body is amazing to it's me incredible <laughs> like the stuff that we can go through and be like awesome afterwards yeah. and like what women have been doing for mm -hmm. thousands of years that's insane to me yes. and how quickly we can like pick up and like continue and move forward like our survival skills just yeah. biologically are insane yes and it seems like you know the element of yeah well because the characters they survive something and mm -hmm. all like in their own unique way with their own mechanisms and i think also what's interesting is i've been i mean talking to um eric and learning more about dakota I, you know, can't imagine, like, that is such a unique, ex they have their, their own unique experience. So it just really um, makes you think, like, everywhere, I mean, definitely, definitely, especially women, but, like, no matter who you are, we all come with this, like, uh, vibe of, like, you don't understand the things I've seen with these eyes. Yeah, you have, like, <laughs> a little, you have a little treasure box, like, yeah. in your brain, that kind because of. Eric was talking about his experience and then connor talks about like how you guys were talking about they completely lost altitude and um i can't yeah. imagine oh my god i know i yes i look you could rob me with a roach mm -hmm. like i'm so serious oh yeah so, so some of the things that i've heard and like dakota's background also like he's a very surprising character um because he's had all he's seen all these things like um i remember last summer he was working as an emt like while the show was going up wow um that's a hard job he had talked i know i know and we were like oh my god what the heck he was like okay guys i'll see you tomorrow i'm gonna go to work now and like that's your job like yeah oh my god and that is sort of also um i guess more or less i don't I don't really know, but I hear that it's a very like blue collar environment and like a blue collar job from what mm -hmm. I understand. But I remember the only t like I've only been in a, a ambulance once 
and man those emts like they were no bullshits and because because I, I fainted and when the emts came into my apartment they were mostly like not rude but i had like my husband was there and our friend mm-hmm. was there and they were like what the hell is going what someone explain to me now <laughs> you know yeah oh yeah um, they're like straight to the point like they yeah. not only are they getting a check they're gonna like help you out like yeah oh my god well, I've i would probably um have i just would be a completely different person i don't, I don't know i sometimes i think living in the city i almost wonder have i seen any dead bodies like have i unknowingly watched people die before my eyes i um, did <laughs> i did see one you my did neighbor, my neighbor you saw your neighbor die <laughs> oh my god this is a terrible this is terrible oh my god Very related like yes yeah oh my god i was we were coming home my roommate had to change her shoes and uh we were kind of going out for like goodbye drinks with one of my friends who is uh moving to london and we she was like oh well, i'm just gonna stop by the apartment and we'll just go up and we're laughing giggling or whatever and then like cops were there and the ambulance was there i was like oh my god i wonder what happened it can't be our building yeah. i went to open the door and there was like a family like multi-generational family like walking out and then i was like oh i was like what happened here wow. my neighbor and like a body bag and wow. i was like i was so shocked i felt wow. terrible laughing it was a very somber evening no um, i mean was- listen sometimes i look back at yeah i mean we all do we kind of all look back at what we experience and it's like you gotta laugh because it's like insane (laughs) what is that saying that's like what uh comedy is just tragedy with really good timing like yes yes it so is yeah sometimes it's like the timing could not be more perfect and it sounds like that is something a sentiment that comes out of this play it's sort of like this mixture of like an insane incredible uh high stakes near-death experience but what makes it a play is that it's these very uh this timing of all these characters like the stars aligned you know oh my god i think i really do think they're all in some sort of way like living off of borrowed time yeah yeah like in this and and i think that at the core of andy is she's always she's keeping time she's always keeping time for something i mean she's she's in a rush for Mm -hmm. for everything she's always keeping time um and i think when you're in like an accident or when you have a freak accident like like this one Mm -hmm. um think you you start to think oh my god like this is that there's only so much sand left in the hourglass and yeah i um, i i don't know i i guess i still work in the industry a little bit multidisciplinary but um yes exactly yes um i contain multitudes and i used to work at a startup and in the startup industry a common uh phrase that everybody says in the startup industry is only the paranoid survive and it's like of course it comes from like the same business book that everybody reads but it's so true and whatever that means to you like just really no matter what like that kind of drives a lot of people 
and make some more resilience like decide what are you going to be paranoid about Mm -hmm. and how are you going to exploit that paranoia so you can like really make it through yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) i've actually never heard that before yeah only the paranoid survive um it's a good one yeah um, yeah. i highly encourage everyone to read that book but um what's something about this character that has challenged you um so much yeah uh and a really good challenge uh and that's a testament to dakota's writing as well Mm -hmm. as like he um has written these very beautifully complex and complicated characters and i think that that's something with andy is she's she's juggling so much Mm um emotionally and then she's got a job to do and then she's got this immediate accident she also has Mm -hmm. to take care of herself Mm -hmm. and so um that's been i at the core of it is juggling a life or death situation Mm -hmm. and keeping those stakes throughout no one tells you that that is like a full sprint Mm -hmm. like to Mm -hmm. work through i feel like i see these things all the time like there's actors who do like lost for example, no one talked about how exhausting it is to play someone who's trying to survive. Like that's no one true. I guess. Yeah. There's so many, um, yeah, there's so many shows out there that are like insane. Uh, you know, the given circumstances could not be more insane. And in lost lost, there's a ghost like parent supernatural elements come in so it's even crazy and nobody talks about like well where did you feel that in your body (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah they don't go oh my god i actually felt it here yeah like nobody says that there's been a there's been a few times when we've done it and there's it is just like which is great um just to like keep you throw the balls up and you keep them in the air mm-hmm. um keep the coffee cups up in the air yeah right? you keep your you keep your sensory coffee cups yeah. up in the air like where i've i've had to uh, keep myself in check so i'm not bringing that survival that fight or flight home with me yeah mm-hmm. um at the end of like my rehearsal mm-hmm. um and i will say that uh something else is andy is quite different from me Mm -hmm. um she has to keep very serious she keeps to herself like Mm -hmm. she's that type of person I I believe she's totally an introverted person like Mm -hmm. I've got I've got her little astrology birth chart in my head like seeing it that's a challenge yeah I'm a very extroverted person uh hence the podcast me too (laughs) I, I um I don't think I've ever played anybody introverted before and I can imagine that's a challenge yeah because i'm i'm pretty extroverted like i love i'm a yapper i'm the yapper roommate like i'm the yapper co-worker so um that has been a a big thing is is how different she is for myself yeah um and i guess like player opposite um Mm -hmm. but that makes sense yeah i mean that has been crazy but the survival Mm -hmm. thing i will say of like her survival tactics mm-hmm. very different than mine like her survival mm-hmm. technique and her fight or flight is different than how i express fear mm-hmm. um 
And I've, I've so gratefully like knock on wood have never been in a situation like that, but like, I can't imagine, like she is very, as, as much as she does have to fall apart at times as we all do. And there's strength in that. Mm -hmm. uh, She keeps a very poised and in control Mm -hmm. um, until she doesn't. So (laughs) Oh, I'm excited now. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> well, that's the best part of um, drama. It's like when the uh, pressure cooker explodes. Explodes. And there's there's always something like there's a bomb under the dinner table. Yeah. And like, when is it going to go off? The, the people eating don't know, but mm-hmm. the audience sure does. Mm-hmm. So that's been, it's been interesting. It's been a really fun challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very extraordinarily lucky to mm-hmm. have very challenging uh, pieces to work on over the past year and and projects and things. So um, it's good for me. Yeah, it, see, it uh, seems to me like it's a perfect project for you to work on right now during this Absolutely. time in your life, especially when you're, because um, sometimes when you leave your training and then you come into a project, there's some sometimes where I'm like, oh, God, damn it, I wish I had voice and speech to later tonight because yes. I really need this right now. I should have taken notes. Where are my notes? <laughs> yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why didn't I write any of this down? Yes. Oh, yeah. I agree. And I, I'm i very lucky to have the support that we've had with our cohort and like mm-hmm. within class and within some of the class structures. If mm-hmm. I needed to like bring something in or whatever mm-hmm. from the shop... I could play with it if I wanted to. So I, I'm so extraordinarily lucky, like extraordinarily lucky that I have that opportunity to be able mm-hmm. to like, I have, I have a space mm-hmm. to play and experiment and explore mm-hmm. should I need to. Yeah. And to uh, learn through trial and error as well. Yeah. Um, you learn by flopping. Yes. You and... learn by flopping. Yeah, there's a lot of things to be said about, like, the freedom to flop. <laughs> yeah, freedom to flop, freedom yeah. to have an egg on your face. Like, yeah, it's definitely. a little gym. Yes. Like, a little, like, I feel like I'm, like, exercising, like, different things. And yeah. I don't know um, how to use all the machines yet, but. Yes. Uh, would you say this role, I mean, you mentioned that um, the way Andy um, expresses and navigates her fight or flights feeling how is that sort of different from your experience of feeling like you're in fight flight or freeze yeah or freeze or mm-hmm. yeah that's a great question mm-hmm. um andy's she's a fighter she really is mm-hmm. a fighter i think she grew up being a fighter mm-hmm. i think in the work that she does um she's a fighter she's a really fierce protector mm-hmm. as well um which is interesting, which isn't totally beyond me, like of, of mm-hmm. being protective. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for me, I'm like, if I something happens, mm-hmm. like I'm gone, I yeah. wouldn't survive like enlisting in the military like very long. Like, I would, if we went to war, yeah. like, I don't, there are some, there's some but... things like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm very like, you know strength like hardened but no matter what situation i'm in i i think physically i have like a high pain uh 
high threshold for pain, but mm-hmm. I will cry. That's something it's coming. Yeah. I will cry. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that is something interesting about emotions. There are certain like physical mechanisms that are uh, sometimes I'm like, wow, I really there's some things like no matter how good of an actress I am, if certain things happen, I just I I can't help it. <laughs> if you're there, if you're there yeah. and you're you're in it, like mm-hmm. and it's coming from truth. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. personally like I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um I I know that for a fact. It, like emotionally, and I don't think that Andy can afford to show her sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she lives in circles where she can wear her heart on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. And how do you grapple with that if you think you're going to die? Like in your last few minutes of I, life, like, do you regret yes. it? Yeah. But I guess as an actor, only thing you can do is like just, you know, tap into those things where it's like I can use things in my mind's eye and then also look at the text and think like, okay, how? what do I have in my toolbox that yeah. can emulate this, you know? There are like little tiny tricks. I talked to, um, I think it was, I think I talked to Eric about this because we were talking about how much physical pain is involved in this play. And um, it's such a, it's a huge challenge for any actor to sort of approach this extra plane of, um, you know, something that doesn't necessarily only exist at the level of psychology. But I remember when I was in school, we learned just like those basic uh, principles of um, vocalizing pain, like the lower it is in your body, the more guttural it is. Yeah. And then if someone is pulling your hair, it's like really, really high pitched. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always think of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's such and that's a great way, I think, to like work through that. And Eric has done a great job. I know that that is like a challenge. Yeah in itself to be able to do. Um, I've noticed more recently a lot of the uh, different moments is breathing for me, breath. Yep. Mm-hmm. Breath is, is really important because mm-hmm. breath is anxiety. It's how mm-hmm. we get through our day. It's, it's physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really had to pay attention a lot and it's helped me a lot. My breath is a tool. Breath is definitely mm-hmm. For me. Absolutely. I think as the years go by, I am better because it's a it's practice, and mm-hmm. my practice. Um, I really um appreciate the it's called like the pregnant pause. When yeah. You're, like challenged by something, and then you see somebody like take a deep breath, and just say, "Let me think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. and um. I'm like, oh, you're like, you're, you're about to take up space. Like, yeah, this you're is about it. Some serious space in there. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I always, because I'm so, I'm very impulsive. I'm like, I'm about, to, I'm about to go off. Um, But that's such a valuable tool to have in your back pocket. And it's so easy to yeah. just completely forget about it because you breathe every day. I don't know. Like, you breathe every day. You yeah. breathe, you're not even thinking about it and then yeah. it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to fight a lot mm-hmm. with, and I still do. I still mm-hmm. do, depending on who you ask. Uh, <laughs> well, it says on your Instagram, you're banned from Raul's. Oh, please. No. <laughs> oh, God. I had, okay. 
Just oh. it's okay because I'm also banned from like one of the nicest, fanciest cocktail bars in Chicago. So it's okay. Oh, really? Okay. Well <laughs> I I'm not really banned from all, but I probably like should be. Yeah. Um so, yeah, the situation is the same here. It's like situation, they, yeah. you know, they you know, I made an impression really I made a bad impression completely. God, yeah. Oh my god, they're so they're so strict. The um the hostess and the hosts there are really, 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 really strict. Um, as we tried to add an extra person to our reservation uh day of, and I get it, I get it. With this cool chic little uh little bar, but it was my roommate's mom's birthday, so yeah, they were not happy with us. They were not happy with us. I was I was a little prepared to like maybe make like a bad impression and like fight back a little bit. Yeah. Um a French ready. response. You know, mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So it's it's New York. I mean, they they could kick us out and have mm-hmm. another ten people yeah. they got seated at our table within what, a minute? Yeah. God. Uh, probably the only time that I will ever go to Raul's. Fantastic drinks though. Yeah, Brand, shout out to Ron. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I got a great yeah. meal. Yeah, <laughs> I have wrong, a great uh, meal. Wrong place, wrong time. God, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what? Give me like five years, and there could be like a blacklist. Yeah. Left. No, my situation was very much of like it actually was completely on me. They were, you know, shout out to the aviary amazing fanciest i could probably can't really afford anything over there um but it was just one of those situations where i was at a work party uh, when i worked in the ad industry so drinks are slinging about i stepped outside to like get some air but you know i was just i had to sometimes you have to spit in a ditch you know and there's a very fine line between spitting in a ditch and uh, during a smoke break and kind of you know throwing up to to rally um and I'm, i think yeah i think those security guards made the right move for me um you know and we all walked away you know we we went our sep- separate ways so i, <laughs> I understand fine. yeah i mean been on both ends and you're so right i'll, I'll hold accountability for us yeah, maybe completely we, maybe we shouldn't I totally have- flown yeah. too close to the sun absolutely and, like yeah. bless up Raul's like yes. <laughs> they'll always have business this isn't a yelp review like yeah there was just a lot of dining rules that yeah. I didn't know were had but I'm from like trailer park town so well, here's the thing that. dining rules honestly are really old-fashioned and right honestly like it's such a there are a couple places in the city here that still have dress codes and it's like yes kind of low-key racist too so i'm just like there's well it's just like unnecessary right like Like, a lot of energy for a lot of little return like why for for what who wins yes nobody here nobody wins it's a losing game (laughs) oh my god have you ever been a waitress before or worked as waitress no i chose retail when i when my uh, time okay. came but my my best friend yeah. was she managed a bar and i used to okay. hang out a lot what she paid um, 20 bucks to host i one. hear retail is really insane oh god yeah no it was like yeah. it was a little stupid i worked in retail and i worked in hospitality i worked for uh i worked for a hotel for a little bit Same. Yes. oh really hotel 
gang rise up. Like, yeah, Ho Ho gang rise because that loved work. that job. I love oh my god. I loved our uh, housekeepers. I used to like sit in the back and gossip with them. Oh my gosh. It was the best. It was the best. I loved um, the bellhop team I worked with because everybody was kind of from a different country and didn't necessarily speak the same language. But the great uniter was that all of our guests were assholes because um, we all- There it is. Nice... <laughs> it was a very nice- There it is. <laughs> yeah. And- um we would just be clowning them all the time and that's that was the best part <laughs> i have it was somewhere deep in the bowels of an unnamed hotel um uh on their yelp there is a bad review about me um about telling a customer or a guest i should say uh to put the pool chair back into the pool area and get it out of our lobby there's a very lengthy lengthy Yelp review from years ago, from like five, six years ago now. Wow, I'm old, but yeah. I I love those guests because that is performance art. Like it takes a lot of effort to do that. I had a situation where, cause every single day we would get like a report, uh, incident report. Cause right. just shit was happening all the time with the guests. And we had a situation um, early in the morning. No, I think it was like in the middle of like at 3 a.m. or something and this uh guest who was clearly had been traveling for a long time some dispute with the reservation but he um got so angry and escalated that he actually picked up one of the lamps that was on the desk and started <gasps> waving it around oh <laughs> like i love oh my god <laughs> i love that image of somebody just like picking up one of the things just like waving it's it crazy <laughs> Yeah, I love that so much. So shout out to the guests. Um, shout out to guys. Shout out to <laughs> hospitality workers. Yes, definitely. Like, oh, um, gang, gang. shout out to retail workers. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, um, but so leading up to you guys open in uh, like March 6th. March 6th. And how is it going? So far, I've heard that it is like you're kind of like in this buffer of time where it's like, wow there's been so much progress and like so much has been locked in. It's like, it's about to be really, really good. <laughs> it's going a little too well. Because yeah. There's always that like sweet spot, like right, right, right. theater where it's like, it hits tech and you go, I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah. Oh my God. How are we going to do this? Like this isn't even a show. Yeah. Um, there hits that point and it gets like frustrating. I feel like where everybody like hits a, but like we have moved so quickly and put so much work in yeah um that it's really it's shaped so well right now um yeah we're still in we're we are in like a, a liminal space i would say um we're in the vestibule mm -hmm. uh between uh table and show date mm -hmm. um but yeah, oh my God. Mm -hmm. I have never felt so like ready mm -hmm. for people to see it when it comes to a project. And like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm really excited for people That's to see so it. Like, exciting. I mean that so, so personally. Like, I, um, it's, it's just, it's coming along so sweetly. Yeah. Oh, That's awesome. I mean, going, I mean, most people, like, it's the only way to do it is move as fast as you can, make it as, you know 
locked in as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And because, yeah, in the uh, industry, like, I don't know, um, <laughs> you have, you yeah. literally have to move as fast so as fast. you can. A lot of people do struggle with that um, because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of thinking to do, a lot of conversations to be had. And yeah. um, the only thing, you know, I sometimes I talk to people and they're like, we had, we literally had to do this in like two weeks and right. somehow it happened. <laughs> oh my God. I know. We've had a really generous time frame, I would say, um, for like a little more than six weeks uh, sporadically. I know everybody has like their real schedules and stuff yeah. like that, that we're all grappling with. I mean, Dakota's in grad school with me. He's in my cohort. Dougie's in my cohort so they have an insane run around we have the same schedule Mm -hmm. um just about them a little bit more um but yeah that has been we're very lucky to have time on our side Mm -hmm. um, because I know that that's not always the case I remember when I was working in film I worked in casting uh for a little bit and it would be the turnaround time where when we would get someone cast Mm-hmm. to getting the dailies to like see them was like 72 hours I felt yeah. like and at the end of the day you know who suffers most the actors <laughs> all the time we're nothing, always crunching nothing quite like getting booked and then somebody saying just kidding you're actually pinned yeah and but you still have to take work off but you might not really need to we might not and, need to um, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, I am one of those people where I will literally, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I have literally made up so many stories just to leave work in the middle of the day. And um, I got to go, guys. Go. Something came yeah. up. <laughs> oh, Family God. emergency. Um, you know. Like, yeah. Do it. Not the lie. I, I will say, I will say, I have never in this, in this one. Okay. When I worked in like retail and, and yeah. hospitality, I was like, deuces, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all I'm the out. time. I'm um, but with, uh, the job that I have now, I work in student affairs. So I do like, okay, cool. Activities. Yeah. They're super flexible and they're like super great with it. I'm yeah. very fortunate to be in that situation where if I like need to go, yeah. Um, and that's They're cool great. because it's like within your community. I was a work study at the box office at high oh, okay. school. And like, yeah, work study is so chill because I like work for sort of the institution that, you know, I, I pay for, you know, to be here. So, then, right. yeah, on some level, they like have just, just so much flexibility. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that they're nice. they're so gracious with me. And I, I do like my job. I, I uh, do events. Yeah, so that's awesome. I, yeah, um, and plan so mm-hmm. meticulously and advise students occasionally, mm-hmm. um, a little more often than not. But I, <laughs> some people uh, are looking for that, though. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm so mm-hmm. uh, grateful that if I'm like I have to go, they're like yeah, yeah. and they yeah. will all be at flight risk also. What? Yeah. Okay, so something I just um, recently discovered Notion, and I I don't know I have so much. So I've a lot of problems with the Google Suite. Um, I don't know why. I think it's just a visual thing for me. But I recently uh, integrated, like, I have, I have many emails for the many jobs I do. And um, I sometimes I'm like, how can I possibly uh, manage every, like, five tabs open? But I recently integrated every single one of my emails into the Notion calendar. I uh-huh. cannot recommend that enough because it's color-coded. 
and I just need to see, I need to see all that in one place. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We use, oh, what is it? Outlook, which is like the first okay. time in my life I've ever really picked up yeah. Outlook. I, I like Outlook. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like Outlook because you can filter it much better, much easier. Oh yeah. No, you, you definitely yeah. can. Mm -hmm. But my calendar, it is, it is all color coded. I actually, mm -hmm. I got spoken to recently um, about using my calendar because I'm old fashioned and I keep, I have like a giant planner that I mm -hmm. use to like oh, yeah. take all my notes in. It's one of those project planners. I got it at McNally Jackson. They're not, they're not paying me for this. Like, this is like the best planner I've picked up in my life. Yeah. Um, I definitely need one because I have a notebook. I have my notion calendar, like my notebook to like my physical planner where I write my little notes. Then I mm -hmm. have my calendar digital space, but there's like an extra channel where it's like you need one of those kind of like insane project, like with the leather binding and all that stuff. Big ones. It is the best investment I've made. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah, because I see and I really like I'm going to get one because on some level, I feel like those make you look so cool. <laughs> oh god oh my yeah. god i hope that's what everyone's thinking i feel mm -hmm. like i when you look at the planner it's like it was scribble 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 notes mm -hmm. like in all these different colors all over so mm -hmm. either people will think that i'm crazy mm -hmm. or that oh my god she totally has her she, life together she has she's <laughs> booked and busy she's booked and busy so yeah well that's uh, i'm i'm so excited for you and i'm so excited um for you guys and it, it sounds like it's going to be a really, really good show. And I'm just excited really? that you guys are like, it just seems like, ooh, just wait till you guys see this one. <laughs> it is. It's it's a really surprising piece. Yeah. That's the best. Like, so. I, I love those moments where it's like, our, no, she didn't, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what's the rest of, so you've got, what does your rehearsal schedule used to, like usually look like on a day-to-day? So our rehearsal schedule is a little sporadic mm -hmm. <laughs> with sure. uh, yeah, yeah. with school. And so, um, but so far, I mean, we've gotten a good, what, three, four days a week. Mm -hmm. um, just about um, here great. and there, depending yeah. on rehearsal spaces, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is pretty good, all things mm -hmm. considered, because we're all still rehearsing for like our school stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and we have our, our larger thesis projects coming up in the next year, um, that we're going to be putting up. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that that's been a big, like, oh my God, everybody's yeah. doing all these things, but we've still like made great lengths and mm -hmm. good timing, um, with flight risk. So yeah, it, it's, uh, good three, four days, three, yeah. four days a week so far. Um, but yeah. Cool. Well, we're kind of coming up on time, but most importantly, where can we find you? Oh my God. You can find me on Instagram at Gracie Chanel, Gracie with a Y. It's my first and, and middle name. I'm, I'm not cheeky with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with the Chanel. Uh, my dad likes the perfume. Oh, uh, so <laughs> that's what I was named. <laughs> no, that's perfect. I love, I love names. So I love it when somebody has like a very unique, because I feel like in the Midwest, everybody's name is like, uh, Maddie, uh, Lauren 
or Maddie. Oh, like just those. (laughs) Or, you know, Mackenzie. So I like, I love like really like unique names and stuff. Um, My last name is Kurz, K-R-S. No Mm -hmm. vowels, no bullshit. Um, That's what we say. And it's also like not a real name either. It's like some weird uh, anglicized version of like a much longer name from a country that doesn't exist (laughs) so um but that's that's amazing very yeah amazing actress name too i always that's i always think about that as well that's true i i should note that more because i used to hate my name i used to hate my name because my brother would my big brother would call me like smell so oh smell good (laughs) yeah smell good smell rich (laughs) period yeah (laughs) exactly cool cool so um uh, what was I going to say? The coffee is leaving my brain. Um, <laughs> uh, flight risk goes up at on March 6th. And March 6th through 11th. Yes. And you can follow flight risk on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. At flight risk play. Flight risk play. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Amazing. And then, you know, you've got flight risk. And then any plans for the future or I guess still grad school stuff a lot of memorizing still grad school stuff yeah. mm-hmm. uh maybe some projects in the summer pending uh yes. but on oh instagram look on instagram yeah. so Watch pending before i make any announcements on anything yes. without before i get scolded for saying anything yeah. <laughs> i know that's a verse where i'm just like oh uh. i know i know oh god so but yeah keep on the lookout yeah well um yeah thank you so much thank Grace you for thanks for having show. me thanks for letting me out oh my gosh yeah <laughs> stop by anytime i always say like these are my office hours please by all means cool. my dms are open um and we'll most likely stay that way until further notice um so yeah totally let me know what you have in the pipeline um and cool. yeah Shout outs to Flight Risk. Go see Flight Risk opening March 6th. And it runs through the 11th. 11th. Perfect. At the Gene Frankel. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Well, Grace. thank you so much. Amazing. Have a good one, Maddie. Thanks you as well. We'll be in touch. And yeah, let me know if you ever need anything. And I'll be on the internet. And hopefully I'll be able to make it to New York um, on opening but if I don't, I will see you on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, I hope so. Let us know. Let us know. Yes, will do. So. Amazing. Well, have a good rest of your day. Bye, Maddie. Bye-bye. You too.